On December 18th, 2013, Stephen Baldwin appeared on Man Cow Mueller's radio TV show, confirming that he is in talks with Polly Shore about making a sequel to the film revolving around the children of the characters Bud and Doyle. Uh, its meta score is, is its meta score is one out of out of a hundred, right? Out of a hundred, I've never seen a film with a meta score of one. That's really amazing. Overwhelming dislike. It's, Over- the, it's the translation for a one. <laughs> Entertainment Weekly gave it 42 is what they call it. Tw- TV Guy gave it 20. Variety, zero. New Yorker, zero. Washington Post, zero. New York Times, zero. San Francisco Examiner, zero. And welcome to the kids are all left. Joining me tonight house. is joining me tonight is my co-host. And I'm Sadiki, and I am Dan Matthews. Uh, before we before we get down to business, I just want to point out one thing: uh, we will be changing our name uh, going forward to just the Scion Podcast. Right? Yes, uh, we're ch- changing our branding. Um, right. Yeah. Look, we're we're the <laughs> subtitle is uh, uh, bargaining rights, bargaining rights, bargaining rights, bargaining rights. <laughs> Absolutely, that's, yeah. That's so. That's gonna be. Those are some inside jokes. Cyan. <laughs> well, Cyan's not an inside joke. Um, no, yeah, no, that's true. Cyan's a weird name. Like, let's let's real quick before 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 we actually talk about uh, real politics stuff. Cyan's like a weird ch- choice for a name, right? Because it's like it means like the heir to the throne. Um, so it was clearly rushed. I think. <laughs> I don't think they expected to change the name of all. The I guess. Names. I guess. But like, it feels like I don't know. I feel like. That, somebody would have been talking about like names for a while right but Sia, first of all Sia already has like it was a car company uh it was a car company that got shut down by it was like a i think it was a toyota uh yeah no it was it was it was it was, it was like, part of toyota that that they shut down a couple months ago it was targeting it's targeting millennials but millennials don't buy cars so. well this was when it was, <laughs> it was targeting millennials in 2003 right like 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 the older right. model but it just millennial it recently model. got shut yeah. down yeah yeah, yeah. that's uh, because millennials no longer buy. Yeah, cars. but like some of the some of the toy, like I like a lot of those Toyota cars. The Scion T, the Scion cars. The Scion TC was great. Um, uh, our our friend Tyler yeah. has a Scion actually. Does yeah. he really? No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've 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 sat in it. I mean, we we've we've driven Ooh. we've been places together. So ah, like, okay. I, don't, <laughs> I haven't just sat in the car like we 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 he drove to Miller Park <laughs> when we went to go see the Brewers and Cardinals play. Um, but. Uh yeah no he has a he has an orange Scion XB or XD I don't know yeah I guess I guess that's what I think of when I think of Scion like kind of cheap cars that are like supposed to be like really cool and hip and I don't think of high end fancy fancy hotel that yeah, has high yeah I actually I actually think of there was a Freakonomics podcast episode about the idea of like the descendant thing. And so that's why I even think about that as the thing, because there was they were talking about like Budweiser and how like, you know, they always pass it down from from father to son, basically the, the, the Anheuser-Busch Brewing Company. And like mm-hmm. and so the the most recent son sold it to InBev, but they're talking about how like that's, you know, he is the scion that took over. So so I, I kind of get it, I guess, like he was the descendant to of his of his father who also had the businesses and in some way, like, quote unquote, heir to the throne. But it's uh I don't know it's a uh, it's just it's a weird branding I guess for the host I guess because 
the car brand's gone, right? And people are going to forget about the car brand as a thing if the Trump, you know, places become Scion places. But right. it's really... But even, like... So when I think of nice hotel names, I think of, like, the Plaza or the Waldorf Astoria or the Ritz-Carlton. Yeah, but those, know, aren't, like, those aren't chains. Those are chains. Are they? Yeah, Ritz-Carlton's Ritz Carlton's a, chain. a chain. Yeah, but, like, the Waldorf isn't a chain. I don't know. I, I, I don't actually know the history of the Waldorf, but uh, I don't think of Scion in that kind of, like, high-end name level you know what i mean like it doesn't doesn't roll off the tongue that way it's like a a place to go i feel like neither does trump like for, though like trump tower trump, trump trump doesn't really roll off of it in that same way either i guess i'm like i don't know that's true i mean i've never stayed in any trump presidency so i'm i'm clearly not the target market for they this. also said scion flag won't replace the trump brand um won't no won't it won't it's just going to okay. like be for new stuff it is like introducing a new branding um, but I feel like at some point they'll, they'll like, you know, change some stuff over. Um, yeah. I mean, the, I, I heard, uh, I think I sent you this earlier today. They're allegedly yeah, changing, uh, replacing all of the mats. Yeah. The, 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 the floor mats and the, and the uniforms for the employees. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Move the name. I don't know. That's yeah. Sion. I can't wait to see those those cheap commercials that they that they produce for like late night television about the new Scion hotel chains. Ugh. I hate that name. I just I can't. <laughs> I really don't like the name. Um. Hey, do so. Let's let's do a about the bet. Yeah. Uh. For our uh. For everyone's favorite segment. So at the end of our last episode, which was four days ago, we placed a bet that uh, the last debate, the third and final debate, wouldn't move the would or would not move the uh, the polls one way or the other. I said that it wouldn't move more than point uh, two percentage points. Yeah, one way or the other. So I took the under on that. Yeah, one, and uh, Niam took the over. So. Now for the results, drum roll. Uh, on October 20th, which is when we recorded our last podcast, Clinton was at 49.8 and Trump was at 42.9. Now Clinton is at 49.5 and Trump is at 43.2. So Niam wins. I definitely, I, I, I remember I said about half a percentage point. So I think 0.4 is, uh, is significant enough. I'm a little surprised Clinton went down. Um, but I guess not. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like half a percentage point is well in like a margin of error. <laughs> you know, like that's mm-hmm. uh, it's probably it's pr- yeah. Well, so she she can't get much higher. I don't think. Right. I mean, we're not going to get to like the fifties or anything like that for Clinton. So I think that's a. It's it. it I mean, she went down what point three points. Trump went up point yeah point three. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Point yeah, three. So. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, what else happened? Uh, Paul Ryan, uh, Bernie Sanders. Uh, Paul, Paul Ryan said that Bernie Sanders gets control of uh, the Senate if Clinton wins, which was a, a bit of an a bit of an error. Uh, Biden says that Trump may be too stupid to know what he was doing. Uh, Trump lost the Al Smith charity dinner <laughs> somehow. Uh, Obama went after Rubio for supporting Trump and being spineless. Uh, Trump quietly la- launched a Trump TV channel. Quietly is. Uh, Kind of a loose phrase. It's quite as he can. Um, 
Well, let's yeah, as, as quietly as you can, <laughs> which is kind of ridiculous. Uh, but uh, first thing let's talk about is uh, Paul Ryan. Yeah. So so Paul Ryan said, uh, if we lose the Senate, do you know who becomes chairman of the Senate Budget Committee? Budget Committee. Uh, a guy named Bernie Sanders. Ever heard of him? That's what we're dealing with here if we lose control of the Senate. And Bernie Sanders, astutely, uh, you took took that <laughs> quote, related back to his supporters, and said, I think this is a great idea. You guys should uh, donate so that we can win the Senate. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and they donated like $2 million, like Sanders supporters. And I mean, we know that, that Bernie Sanders like is can raise funds, right? Like that's... He did great yeah, at that. Like, you know, what was the numbers like? Like, how what? Like twenty nine point twenty nine dollars and seventy cents, something like that. That was that was his like rallying cry. I thought it was uh, twenty seven dollars, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't. I mean, this is this is like when someone you don't want at a party threatens to go home unless you do what they want you to do. Yeah. Or, like, what? What? Uh, and you're like. Bye. Well, that, that, that was that was um, that was uh, to talk to talk a little bit about international politics, which, hey, maybe we'll pivot to that after the election. Who knows? Um, to talk a little bit, oh, a, man, a bit about international politics. Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, um, the former mayor uh, of London. Oh, my God. Boris. Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson, Boris Johnson said yeah. that if they if they start to build like they're, they're talking, they've been talking about this extension on Heathrow for a while he said if they start and, oh, right, and yeah. Theresa May pushed it back here and Boris Johnson said uh if they um if they do it he'll sit he'll sit in front of the bulldozers so they can't do it <laughs> and and uh, the comedians were like that's the reason like that's an incentive right like <laughs> if Boris Johnson right. sitting in front of the bulldozers <laughs> ramp production up man get it started tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do this shit, right? Yeah. So it's pretty much that. It's uh, it's, yo, man. Like, if you uh, if you think Bernie Sanders is gonna get controlled, then uh, let's get Bernie Sanders some control. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah. Who knows what Ryan is doing? It kind of feels like he didn't really flesh that idea out before he said. Yeah. It. Well, I guess he like didn't think of the political ramifications, right? And Bernie Sanders has been doing this stuff for for forty years, and Paul Ryan is uh, is a much younger man. So, um. <laughs> Yeah, Bernie Sanders doesn't have a political movement behind him or anything. Yeah, right. Like it's not you get you're, you're not you don't risk riling up his supporters by saying anything about how he might win something. That, that was a that was a that was a Think Progress article. Um, Trump's greatest service to America, maybe ending Paul Ryan's career. <laughs> like, <laughs> because I mean, because he's been like Paul like Paul Ryan over the course of this campaign, especially like since Trump beca- Trump became the nominee has been so, like, wishy-washy and, like, back and forth. And, like, he was like, I don't want to be Speaker of the House. And then he was like, all right, if you make me Speaker of the House, I guess I'll be Speaker of the House. And, uh, and yeah, like, he has been, he's he's just, he's been pretty terrible. <laughs> like, it's been, like, he's been a bad politician over the last, over the last year or so. Um, he seems to, I've never seen a politician be more, disinterested in moving his career forward yeah right well i mean like he you know i guess i don't know like i i, I barely remember paul ryan uh four years ago but like was he like that in the vice presidential campaign like was he or was it just like i i like once you've lost the vice presidency like it's uh it's pretty tough to to move move much further um so i don't i remember him being like kind of out there and now he's he's i guess what republicans call moderate at this point because i guess they've moved but i i specifically remember feeling more threatened about the possibility of like ryan being the vice president than mitt romney being the president 
Yeah. Paul Ryan has has some pretty crazy uh, policy plans of his own. He's he's kind of one of these, like, we need to just tear down, like, any and all sort of, uh, like, government handouts or anything like that. So he's like a, he's a uh, budget balancer. He's also a big P90X. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. Paul Ryan Gosling. Um, but it was it was like it was actually was now that I'm looking at it, it almost exactly a year ago that that he was elected speaker October 29th of last year, um, and yeah like it was it was real weird that he like he seemed like I don't want to do it unless everyone does it and then he's like all right like if everyone wants it I guess I'll do it like yeah he's like he's like I don't want to be a candidate and then he's like I guess I will be a candidate and then he just like he became the speaker of the house at some point do you remember they were talking about like because nowhere does it state that the Speaker of the House has to be an elected member of the House of Representatives. And they're talking about trying to elect Mitt Romney Speaker of the House. Um, <laughs> that would have been That would have been, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it, man, last, politics were crazy. I, I feel like we yeah. say there's really going to be tough pivot, but I feel like it's not going to be tough pivot. Politics are insane. <laughs> they are. <laughs> like, we can just they, keep talking about politics. I, I really don't feel like we're going to run out of material after this election, to be completely honest. No. I, don't, I do not think November 8th is the end of this. I don't think, well, I don't think November 8th is the end of this election, but uh, that's, <laughs> look, I guess we're going to have to be kept in suspense. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Um, that is a very good point. So, I mean, this, this election cycle, though, has been really bad for Paul. It's been, it's he's been kind terrible. of been, he's run on his, like, Listen, I'm a pragmatic guy. I uh like he he's specifically tried to not be, I think, very aggressive about uh like endorsing candidates or anything like that. But he endorsed Donald Trump and has basically had to completely remove any sort of credibility from his name yeah. to stay with Donald Trump. Yeah, well Trump. we talked we talked about this last time, right? Is that is that he keeps like saying, like, yeah, I guess I support I support Donald Trump. I don't wanna you know, I, I disagree with what Donald Trump said, but I, he's, I mean, I feel like, you know, Paul Ryan is endorsing Mike Pence for president, right? Mike Pence is also saying the same things oh, that definitely. Paul Ryan's saying. It was like, yeah, I disagree with what Donald said, but we're going to be great. America, great again, I guess. It's, it's like, you know, it's again, we, we talked, we talked about the bar that, uh, that uh, Mike Pence and Kellyanne Conway keep going to, but I think Paul Ryan's at that same bar, just like, guys, what is, this, what is happening right now? Like, just like drinking jaeger bombs mm-hmm. <laughs> like i i'll tell you what i hope they have like a facebook messenger group or like a wechat group or something <laughs> that's like where where they just go to vent uh whatsapp and 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 to p2p encryption <laughs> gotta yeah yeah they use whatsapp or something yeah. like that i just i hope i hope they're getting the help that they need <laughs> <laughs> during this because it must really it must really be painful to have to wake up every morning too he said what <laughs> And it's, I imagine, like, I imagine, like, it's just he said what, and then Kellyanne calls Paul Ryan and is like, "All right, so where do we? I just, I'm so tired. I'm so, t- I'm just so tired." <laughs> and, and Paul Ryan's like, "I can't, I can't even do this today. I'm just gonna send out one of the aides. Like, I got, I got a yeah, press exactly. secretary to say this for me. Like, I'm just gonna stay home with my family today." Yeah, use a statement. I bet you he has like five or six, just like pre-written versions. It's like of a, his. it's like a Mad Libs. It's it's. Yeah, it, well, exactly, I do not support. Exactly. Well, I do not support Donald Trump's comments on noun. <laughs> I will still endorse him for the presidency of the United States. I believe he will verb America. Like, 
It's just it's it's Paul Ryan's mad libs on his fucking speech. It's the same thing. <laughs> That's what we should do. If you know, I'll tell you what. If we get a better audience, very quickly, we should totally release Paul Ryan. Paul mad Ryan libs. mad libs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's like Cards Against Humanity. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh my god, uh, Kelly has probably got so, one. So talking about <laughs> Mike, Mike uh, Pence, speaking, just says Donald Trump never said blank. He didn't say he that. He never said it. He literally just said that. <laughs> nope. Didn't happen. So, or, or Kellyanne Conway today, at the beginning of the day, she went on, a, on one of the morning shows and said, uh, Donald Trump knows he's down in the polls. Donald Trump, then later that day. No, no, no. no. Said, Donald Trump. Donald Trump winning. said. Right. So Donald Trump this morning says, we are winning in all the polls that matter. Trust me, we're winning. Kellyanne Conway midday says. We are. We know we're down in the polls, and we're going to work on it. Donald is aware that he's down in the polls. Not three hours later, Donald Trump at a rally says, "I'll tell you what, we're winning. We are winning in all the polls <laughs> right now." It's, it's it's it feels like he watches his uh, surrogates go on TV and try to explain what he's meaning, what he's trying to say, and they don't get it right, and he feels the need to correct them. Yeah. So they'll say, "Well, you know, obviously Donald Trump." didn't mean to imply that that all black people has have only nine toes <laughs> yeah, and he's right. like no that's exactly what i meant to say well, yeah no it's, it's, it's explicitly it's, said it's that. like when mike pence was like we'll we'll accept the uh the outcome of this election no matter what and donald trump goes yeah as long as i win right like <laughs> like it's just it's he's like a like a really awful like fraternity brother yeah <laughs> that's kind of what it sounded like so speaking of donald trump gaffes uh, the Al Smith dinner. Yeah. Oh my God. The Al Smith dinner. Uh, how do you lose a charity dinner? Like I don't know. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. There's a. Uh, so I've been pro- I've been talking about this podcast, keeping it sixteen hundred, that actually has uh, on it as the host the guy who wrote Obama's Al Smith dinner speeches, John Favreau. John Favreau. Yeah. Yeah, and he was saying. I don't I don't know how this is possible. Like it is so easy to write these speeches. You don't you don't have to be good. People are looking to laugh at stuff. Yeah, well I mean the first the first like ten minutes were like, all right, like this is like he's doing bits. Cool, okay. And then just goes off the rails. <laughs> yeah, I mean it it's it it doesn't make any sense. Like it it, see, it seems to me like he wrote his in his own speech in the same way that Melania wrote hers. For the uh for the RNC. By the way, there was a really good Melania RNC moment. Yeah. No, I mean, like, there's, like, there's right? There, there are fun. some good jokes in there. I feel like he, I feel like someone wrote, like, his, his people wrote the first half of his speech, and then he, like, was like, all right, the crowd's on my side. Let me, let me go off book. And Hillary Clinton is so corrupt. Yeah, right? And there's just, like, off stage somewhere, like, again, at the bar, Kellyanne Conway is just like, he went off, he went off book. We have we had a script. It was a tight script. It like, was good. It was a good script. It's good material. <laughs> <laughs> we got we brought in Dennis Miller. Like, <laughs> I'll tell you what. If Kellyanne gets a like a candidate that will listen to her, I think she'll be. She'll. I'm be telling friend. you, in 2020, that Mike Pence for president is gonna with like with Kellyanne Conway. I, I I mean maybe not 2020, but I think he's gonna run soon, right? Like he's got his. He's running for president right now. It's not like he's not going to run in four or eight years. And I think I think it makes sense for Kellyanne Conway to to stick behind that guy. 
Yeah, I could see it. I mean, Kellyanne Conway I seems to definitely support like the kind of uh, more Christian conservative. I mean, yeah, part the, o- of the, the only truly party. deplorable thing about Mike Pence is everything. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but uh, except except he's a statesman. <laughs> like he can. And I mean, you know, this is a dude like he was also an entertainer, but in a very different way. Like he was a uh, conservative commentator, whereas Donald Trump was an entertainer in the in the in the way of his boisterous personality. So, um, yeah, Mike Pence knows how to, you know, stay on message <laughs> like he does. And he, he knows how to appeal to his base. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He spent years working. But I think he, he, he knows on some level how to appeal to not his base. Right. He knows how to appeal to his base, but he knows how to also be like. Hey, I'll also like you know make other people not think I'm insane, even though I definitely, definitely am. Yeah, I mean, he didn't at the uh, the VP debate. He didn't sound insane, right? Which is, I think, the scary. Yeah, he didn't uh, unless until you look at what he said. It was like he is just constructing a narrative of something that doesn't exist. Like this is not true. It's just not like is he is he does he does he believe what he's saying or is he just is he just yeah? Li- it was. I mean, like, is he, is, does he believe what he's saying or is he just lying? And and feels nothing, <laughs> like. So it was a it was a master gaslighting class. Yeah, you know, it was like, we know this happened, but he's so convincing about it not having happened. Right. Like if you've if you've ever been in a relationship, I've been in a relationship where I felt like, I've 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 felt the way that I felt watching that VP debate, where like I remember things happening differently than I'm hearing Mike explain them to me. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, I'm trying to remember what uh, there was. There was a I, I was watching like a TV show or a movie. There was something like that was happening. I don't remember what it was now, but um, yeah, absolutely, I agree. So, our final our final piece of uh, Trump Trump date Trump Trump update Trump date, Trump date. Uh, news is that uh, Trump quietly quietly uh, finally launched Trump TV, which shows us that he's prepared, I guess, to lose the election. Yeah, except he didn't buy Trump TV. No, he didn't, because that would be way too much preparation for him. <laughs> He'll probably sue the guy or something like that. Oh, it was Gilmore I'm Girls. It was Gilmore Girls. Sorry. Um, oh, was it? Yeah, it was Logan and Gilmore Girls. Uh, <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even dislike Logan. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> this <is> interruption there. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Trump TV. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, he's uh, broadcasting live from the... Uh, from the Trump War Room in Trump Tower, uh, they have a new show ever at six p.m., six thirty p.m. every night on Facebook. Yeah, it's weird. That so I guess they're not doing the whole broadcast. It's a little weird. Thing. It's on Facebook. I mean, they might still be doing a broadcast thing, right? But it also, I mean, it makes sense to be online. Like, you don't. There's no oversight online. You don't have to, you don't have to pay as much money. Like, it's it's way cheaper mm-hmm. online. Um, so cost wise, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. It's definitely right. But I mean, it also, you know, it's, there's also like on some level, you know, if you can show like as a, as a, as a business model, if you can show that you have these viewers right online, then you can then be like, then you can, you know, convince other investors, um, to, to come in and be like, Hey, here are, here's who I have that's watching this online. Then maybe Mm -hmm. if you want to, you know, if you want to kick in some money, we can get a network, you know, uh, Peter Thiel, Mm -hmm. Peter Thiel, like. The PayPal guy has a ton of money, has dumped a lot of it into Donald Trump. One of the PayPal guys has dumped a lot of money into uh, into Donald Trump. Facebook guy, too. Also, also Facebook guy, yeah. Like, it, it would make sense for him to then to then dump some money into Trump TV, buying out, you know, 
whatever failing mm-hmm. network is on TV right now. I can't I can't name one because all the ones that I can name off the top of my head are already gone. <laughs> how's a uh, how's Al Gore's channel doing? Oh, Current TV. How hilarious would that yeah. be if if Donald Trump bought Current TV? Uh, oh my god! By the way, Current TV Current TV uh, was replaced by Al Jazeera America. Um, which is also which now is gone. also now gone and was itself replaced by was it replaced is algeria america replaced at all i don't think Alge- i think what's on that network what's going on i have no idea what's going on anymore current tv <laughs> current tv closed in 2013 i don't know who took over its broadcasting on various uh various cable outlets but uh yeah i guess hmm. <laughs> that would be so so funny if, if <laughs> yeah um, cause, cause, well, see, cause I was saying at the very beginning of, of, of Donald Trump's campaign that he was gunning for a Fox news show. And then at some point it was very clear that he was cutting ties with Fox. Like he was not trying to be a Fox news guy. And I was like, well then what's, what's he trying to do? Like, cause even losing the apprentice like is fine because the apprentice costs more money to make than a Fox news show would be to broadcast from Trump tower. Right? Like I'm in my building. You just right. put a camera at my desk and get the equipment to send it over to Fox news. It's. You know, it costs almost nothing um, that compared to The Apprentice, where even if he loses The Apprentice, it's like a calculated risk. <clears throat> At this point, it's it makes a lot more sense for him to just start a network because he, there's no, I don't think any network that will have him anymore. But if he starts his own network and, you know, gets on like f- the far right guys, um, you know, has a Breitbart like maybe even get like a maybe even make a Breitbart channel, but like have a bright, you know, have a Breitbart news thing, have Kurt Schilling have his own show like. Um, then, Kurt Schilling has a deal with uh, Breitbart. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, if he buys out Breitbart after the election, like right now he can't, right? But if after the election he buys out Breitbart, like, mm-hmm. and then which I'm sure wouldn't be that expensive. Um, for at least you know with with that kind of money, if you can buy out Breitbart and then like merge it with some sort of Trump TV on television, that's uh, it's not a bad business idea. And he's got, I mean, obviously he's got, you know. 42% of people reportedly ready to vote for him, right? Like 43.2%, yeah. as we said, um, of, of likely voters. And, you know, if, even if you drop that number significantly, there's a lot of people who are, who are very willing to, to watch. Millions. Yeah, millions of people who are willing to watch Donald Trump on a, on a cable news network. Yeah, so Trump's first night uh, broadcasting on Facebook brought in 9 million views. Yeah. Which I'm sure, and that was announced like earlier that day. Yeah. So it's not like a yeah, and I, you know they weren't even really advertising. Obviously, on some level, it's it's morbid curiosity, right? Um, but that's true. But still, like it's you know he's got I think he's got enough people, and nine million is not huge for it for a cable network, right? But on Facebook with no advertising, I mean, if he can if he can prove to to somebody who's willing to to go in and and put in some money for for a, a actual network, it, it makes sense. To, yeah. to to start I mean, on nine millions nine millions very respectable for like a news show yeah 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 so that's uh, I think I, I could definitely see that going down I mean I part of it is I think everybody was kind of curious what it was right well, I mean Glenn Beck did a similar thing a while back and I forget exactly what this thing was called but he he yeah I think I think we're gonna see Donald Trump's TV uh, probably kind of sink back into the nether realms of the alt right. After the yeah, but I mean, once. the alt right is the alt right is bigger than we we think it is, right? We don't see those people that often, but there's there's a pretty a pretty sizable alt right, like they're not tiny. 
That's true. It just seems uh, so. What I'm noticing is like there was Fox News, which kind of went after the religious conservatives, but that's breaking down because we're experiencing a split between people who could tolerate the Fox News stuff but can't tolerate the alt right stuff, and people who are on who like alt writers now who can't tolerate the quote unquote moderate views of Fox News. So we're seeing a split there. Fox News is probably going to have uh, a big break after the election we're going to see sean hannity going over to trump tv the trump yeah. side yeah we're going to see Me- uh megan kelly probably going to cnn from what i hear really okay yeah so fox news is kind of is going to lose a lot of its talent and a lot of its viewers and you're going to see viewers either coming back into more the uh the crooked uh pro hillary mainstream media uh that was sarcasm by the way and uh or the or the Fox News viewers are going to go over to the Trump TV, but I can see this as uh, every time that there's a difference in opinion, a new alt right network will break off with fewer and fewer viewers. Yeah. So that's what I think is gonna. I think we're gonna experience that. I think there are gonna be some people who watch Trump TV and think that they're not taking it far enough, and then start their own channel, and then there's gonna be a movement more to the right. But every time it moves to the right, fewer and fewer people will follow. What do uh, what do you think, Mr. Vice President? So stupid that he doesn't understand. No, no, it's possible. That no, that, that it's po- not really. It's, I, I give him the. It's possible he doesn't understand the damage he's doing. Well, look, folks. That's uh, Joe Biden on oh, Mr. Diamond Trump. Joe. <laughs> Diamond Joe. I'm gonna miss you. <laughs> oh, absolutely, right. I'm hoping. I'm hoping uh, Bill can can take up some of those reins, right? We'll have we'll have America's oh, America's dorky dad, Tim Kaine. Uh, and then uh, First Lady's man, Bill Clinton. It's going to be great. America's America's creepy uncle, Bill Clinton. <laughs> America's creepy uncle, Bill Clinton. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, man, that, that little clip of, of Tim Kaine losing his notes today was so adorable. That's, so, that's, like, that's like quintessential. If there, if there is a quintessential Tim Kaine, that's quintessential Tim Kaine. It's 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 just the dorkiest thing. It's something that like would happen to Velma in Scooby Doo, right? where she Jinkies. loses her glasses. Like there's, you know, that's exactly what it looked like. <laughs> it's not like, I guess it's gonna be a shorter speech. <laughs> like such a dad joke. Oh Come well. On. Oh, <laughs> you could you could hear like audible like, dad, <laughs> like in the background. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, so a lot of these, man. He's going to be a stretch. So a lot of these candidates are uh, are battling just to get onto ballots. But let's talk about battleground states oh, between Hillary one. and Trump. Like Ooh, look at that segue. We should have like a sound effect right in there. Uh, uh, awesome segue. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think uh, the the Verge cast back when they were running Gadget used to have like a actual a actual sound effect of a segue zooming by whenever somebody had like a, <laughs> a clear segue like that. If we had advertisers, that's where we would put the ad. This you is know, a segue brought to you by Squarespace.com. This <laughs> is so, 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 so Squarespace I, segue. I don't understand why Segway doesn't sponsor just every podcast. <laughs> I mean, that would be like, it would be a twofer. Yeah. And now our, our, our segue to our commercial, which is about segue, and then we're going to segue back into our show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, battlegrounds, battlegrounds. So battleground, battleground states. So <laughs> battleground states now include uh, Texas and Arizona, which is, which is uh, interesting. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, toss-ups, 
according to uh, the new CBS uh, poll, are uh, Georgia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. There are others who kind of have those in the bag for Clinton, but those are the current toss-ups. So to win, Donald Trump uh, has 300 paths to victory, according to the New York Times. Clinton has 700 paths to victory. Trump, for the most part, I think the, the general consensus is that he needs to sweep Florida, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and North Carolina. If he loses any of those four, then he loses the election. He really doesn't have a path because that means that for every one of those that he has to that he win that he win that he loses, he has to win either New Hampshire, which is Not pretty much happen. solid blue at this yeah. point, Virginia, pretty, which is pretty much solid blue, um, or or any of the other previously battleground states that are now kind of in the bag for Clinton, according to all the polls. So, right, and and by the way, so so uh, that was that was. Again, Florida, Ohio, Pennsylvania, North Carolina. Real quick, looking at 538. 538 puts uh, Trump's chances at Ohio at 40.6%. Uh, North what's, Carolina what's at... at? Uh, sorry, what? What's Clinton at for these? Clinton's at 594 So all of these, all of these Clinton's 100 minus whatever Trump's at. So Trump's at 406 Clinton's at 59.4. In uh, North Carolina, Trump's at 31.1. Clinton's at 68.9. In Florida, Trump's at 25.6. Clinton's at 74.4. And in Pennsylvania, Trump's at 11.8, and Clinton's at 88.2 percent, and that's chance of winning. Obviously, they the percent of vote that they that they believe should, they're going to get is different. Uh, they believe you know Trump's going to get 43.4 uh, percent of the vote, and Clinton's going to get 50.3. Right. But uh, but their you know their their chance of winning models are usually pretty good. And uh, yeah, the only the only thing they they think he has like a legitimate chance at winning, you know, better than better than one in four chance is Ohio and North Carolina. So he has to he has to he has to beat the odds in all four states basically like there's none of these states are leaning towards him. Yes, um, and it should it should be noted that, uh, so five thirty eight is just one of the models, and so just right. just for comparison's sake, here's the real clear politics model, which I don't actually think is as good, but uh, I was <laughs> I had dinner at my parents' house the other day, and my stepdad and I got into an argument about it. He <laughs> likes real clear politics. I like five thirty-eight. Oh my god, that's such a that's such a like that's such a f- fight that can help happen like only in your house. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's, a, it's the classic like like DC argument, right? So we were like just sitting there having sherry, and I was like five thirty-eight's <laughs> better at polling, and he's like, well, no, real clear politics is better at polling aggregation. So that was us. Anyway, so just just for comparison's sake, uh, real clear politics has Ohio uh, with Trump winning has Pennsylvania with uh, Clinton winning, North Carolina Clinton winning, and Florida Clinton winning. So even real clear politics, which I believe leans uh, slightly red, has has Clinton still winning the candidacy, or still winning the election pretty handedly. This also, real clear politics has Clinton winning Arizona. So does, well, so does, so does um, 538. Yeah, I know. I just, I, right. I'm still like trying to wrap my head around that about, about the, the Clinton that Clinton is gonna that might might win Arizona. Yeah. Well, and and like we were saying, um, what were we saying we this during the show that that Clinton has a real chance at winning Texas? Like she's actually actively fighting. It was before the show, I think, but yeah. that she's that she's actually fighting for Texas. That this might be a real battleground state, Texas. Yeah. So Texas. she's she's up by a landslide in early voting. At the moment in Texas, and the yeah. the theory is that perhaps it, by uh, not not because of Clinton, but because of Trump, 
the the sleeping giant that was the Hispanic vote in Texas has finally awakened because his, Hispanic voters historically uh, in Texas do not show up. They just, they don't. They don't vote. They don't think that their vote matters. And it's been talked about that in the future by absolutely by 2024, perhaps by 2020, Texas is going to flip, which should have Republicans running scared and trying to figure out a way around it. They haven't really seemed to manage to do that, uh, to or to figure out what the, what the hell they're doing on there. But we know that Texas is trending blue. There is a chance it will trend blue this election. Clinton's only down by three, but she hasn't put any money into it. So that, that suggests that she doesn't actually think it's in play. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. The, yeah. The, the latest YouGov polls from from uh, a couple days ago have uh, have Clinton only down by by three points, and where uh, again five thirty eight adjusts uh, only two points that Trump is up, uh, and that's oh, that's wow. with uh, the, the, that's 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 their adjustment of the YouGov poll. Um, right. So so, so if, just you know, just so up, I, up I don't think we've points. talked about this. Um, adjustments are uh, five thirty eight basically looks at every single poll compared to the their aggregate. So if you have ten polls, like let's say let's say YouGov is is poll number one, you aggregate all the other nine into one. You just average them out, and and then you look at where the YouGov is. So, uh, like if if the average poll is Trump plus two and YouGov is Trump plus three, that means that YouGov has a plus one Republican lean. So that's that's what the the uh, the adjusted run is so 538 has figured out that that yougov has a plus one republican lean thus if clinton is actually down by three they look at the old yougov polls and they say okay yougov has a republican lean thus uh clinton's actually only down by two that's a really yeah. quick primer on on how adjusted polls work so. yeah and and uh university of houston has trump up by three which once again uh 538 uh, adjusts to up by four Survey USA also has him up by four, which they adjust uh, pretty even. Um, and then Survey Monkey has him up by two, which they adjust to plus one. Uh, and that's all the polls that have been conducted in the month of October. Oh no, that's not all of them. Sorry, there's a couple more, but those those are the two. Those are the four that they have at the top right now. Um, uh, so yeah, it's it's. Uh, I don't know. That's that's really interesting in a state like Texas. There's only up by by a few points here or there with uh, with very little sort of. Uh, you know, Clinton hasn't really been trying in Texas uh, because really, why why would she, right? Like that's that's a state that goes pretty reliably with uh, with with Donald Trump, so right. or with with, and, with the Republicans. And we'll see the the uh, the biggest uh, identifier of where Clinton's campaign is thinking they have they have inroads is, funnily enough, Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama is Clinton's number one surrogate, from what I've heard. So if Michelle Obama is going somewhere, you know that the Clinton campaign is going to target that area hard. Like when they announced that yeah. Michelle Obama and Bernie Sanders were going down to Arizona for two days, that was like, oh man, this this could get interesting. And they actually flipped it. Yeah. Because now everybody's saying that Arizona is going to go blue. So I know that they're in North Carolina. Both Hillary Clinton and, and Michelle Obama are in North Carolina this week. But if we see 
any announcements that that surrogates Bill Clinton, uh, Barack Obama, um, Joe Biden, or Michelle Obama are headed to Texas, then that would suggest that the Clinton campaign internally thinks they're only down one or two points. Yeah, and they can they can get the Hispanic vote. What's so I think their their biggest struggle with Texas is they don't have a Hispanic surrogate who's who's very popular. I mean, Eva Mendez. I mean, I don't know who who they could send out. Michelle Obama is great. She's a terrific surrogate, but you know, they need someone I think who can who can speak to the population and who the population can identify with. Yeah, who was um who was that uh oh my god. Like he spoke at the 2012 DNC. Julian um, Castro. Yeah, Julian Castro. He's I, I so Julian Castro is awesome. I love Julian Castro. However, he's been the Secretary of House and Human Services and has done shit all for the past four <laughs> years. Uh, housing and urban development. Excuse Sorry, yeah, you. housing and ur- housing and uh, housing and urban development. But yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, housing like that's that's a that's a pretty quiet position. But I mean, that's former former mayor of San Antonio. Like that's right. Well, so the Democrats set him up with this this job so he could, yeah, during this election cycle, run around saying, "Look at all the houses I built for you guys. Look at all the development I've done for you guys." And he he kind of dropped the ball on it. So the I think he's kind of in the doghouse, yeah, a little bit. Like he hasn't hey, he hasn't gone I mean, out. And... Tim Tim Kaine speaks Spanish, right? That's Tim Kaine does speak Spanish, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah. I, that would actually be that would that would be pretty powerful if Tim Kaine went down to San Antonio and gave a speech like in Spanish. In or Spanish, like that. that would be really interesting, actually. Like, yeah, that would be a hundred percent in Spanish. That that would be that would be a very interesting thing to do. I think I think I mean there might have been a missed opportunity by having a white dude at that, at that, on that ticket, right? Like as opposed to uh, somebody. So um, my my thinking is that uh, like the the big debate was. For Hillary Clinton's VP candidate, Elizabeth Warren, or a more moderate uh, candidate to go after the like like the Republicans for the the, the the never Trumpers and the Republicans for Hillary camp, and they they decided to go after the more moderate population. There wasn't there weren't that many people who fit that bill. Tim Kaine just happened to be that person, and also as an added advantage, he's so boring. That Bill Clinton wouldn't feel threatened, <laughs> which is like uh, I I know that was a huge issue. Like you couldn't have Bernie Sanders on the on the ticket because Bernie Sanders would have threatened Bill Clinton. Like and man, that would they would have hated each other and that would have uh, yeah. been more of a distraction than a benefit. So you needed. That's what I feel. Like, yeah. Like you just needed fair. someone That's... super boring who can go out there. Like Tim Kaine's never lost an election. You know he speaks Spanish. He's Catholic. He's Democrat. He's moderate Democrat. He's like the perfect, just like everything. He's everything that Hillary Clinton isn't. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's who they'll send down. Right? Is is Bill Clinton and Tim Kaine? Is <laughs> who they can send down to to Texas? Yeah. I mean. Um, so well. Oh my God. Bill Clinton in Texas would be hilarious. Can you know? I just. I look. I just want to watch the Bill Clinton and Joe Biden TV show. Is that too much to ask? No, I so want that show. I want it to be on Is TLC. I want them to ride big Harley Davidsons around the country. Or the Travel Channel. Oh, the Travel right. Channel. Right, and, they, they, and they're taking Amtrak everywhere. Oh man, that would be awesome. Yeah. Hi, I'm um, Bill. <laughs> and I'm Joe. And we're Amtracking <laughs> around this country. 
they they should you know what you know what they should do the food network should hire them to do a show where they just go to like diners and just have conversations <laughs> it'd be like uh, comedians in cars getting coffee or like diners driving to dive but yeah, yeah no that'll be uh that'd be fantastic I, I man i wish i had a title for it right off the top of my head here but i don't <laughs> well so we're we'll think about that until the next episode and we'll and we will uh, on the next episode propose our we'll, we'll both pitch a, a diamond joe show and and a and a smooth bill show yeah. yeah um oh uh do we have uh something for everyone's favorite segment this week uh this is the segment that is titled well so so what's coming up what's what are we looking for in the next couple of days um man that's a great question i don't know like where is this going so we we know that uh north carolina is the next target for the clinton campaign uh, Donald yeah. Trump just wrapped up in Florida, so we could see those two flip. I mean, well, North Carolina's already projected for Clinton. Right, it is, but they, I think the, the so the Clinton campaign has their own internal models that sure. are far more sophisticated, and right, if right, they're sending course. both Hillary and Michelle down there, that suggests that they think they're going to lose. Oh, I mean, it might also just be that they want to shore up a little bit. Yeah, they um, want they want to reinforce their firewall. Yeah. Um, to to use a uh, I mean, to use an insider term. <laughs> well, especially yeah, especially North Carolina is the state that just you know voted for, you know, certain regulations, um, All right. uh, regarding LGBT the LGBT community mm-hmm. the LGBTQ community. Oh, that is that does not roll off the tongue. Um, so you know it, that's that's it. It makes sense to want to shore up there. Um, yeah, I mean Rubio, by the way, endorsed Trump, which we talked about a little bit. Uh, and and that 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 you know that might have a positive effect down in Florida. I don't know. Um, um. Well, I don't know. I don't know where Trump's going, but I think we're going to record our next episode in three or four days, probably. So, I don't want to make the bet of are we going to see a pivot to Texas because I don't think that will happen until next week. Yeah. But. Okay, how about this? Let's uh, let's do a proximity vote, or, or let's do a, a, pro- a proximity guess. Where will Hillary Clinton be on Friday? Which state? Where will Hillary Clinton? Which which state? Mm-hmm. W- within which the lower forty-eight. We're not going to say Hawaii or anything like that. Yeah. Well, I don't, she, I don't think she needs to go. Although, I mean, she could go to Alaska. That's <laughs> that's close. Um, <laughs> it's much closer than it was. Surprisingly close. Uh, I'll say, I'll say Georgia. Georgia. Okay. I'm going to say Ohio. That's that's I think reasonable as well. I like I like these because they're both toss ups. Both of these. Yeah. Are yeah. So I think they were. I think I I think Iowa would also have been a good pick. Did they already just go to Iowa? I can't remember. I don't. I don't, I don't yeah, follow I don't the Clinton did. campaign as much as I follow the Trump campaign. Right. Right. Um, yeah. No. There's there's some great stuff to be done in Georgia. Georgia. Atlanta is the, the show. Atlanta is filmed in Georgia. Georgia. Um, yeah, all of the, the um, all the Marvel all the Marvel movies are filmed in in Atlanta. They just they just started filming on Black Panther. Maybe they can get Chadwick Boseman oh, to Chadwick to Boseman. show up for for Hillary Clinton. Oh, there's the hey uh, guys. Uh, I played Jackie Robinson. The Clinton uh, concert is this week, too, I think. 
You know, there's a concert with like Katy Perry and uh, I don't know Selena Gomez, I think, and like a couple other singers. They're doing. By like, the way, Selena festival. Gomez is from Texas. Quitting Fest. Uh, in Cleveland, Ohio. Oof, I think I just handed that to you. Well, I mean, it is it is Cleveland. Yeah. yeah, she might go to she might go to Illinois. The 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 Cubs in the World Series. She's from. I mean, she no, she doesn't need to stop there. But she's oh, from Chicago. There was a doesn't, photo doesn't, I, I should send you of Clinton finding out that uh, the Cubs are going to the World Series. It's adorable. <laughs> it is but it, really it wouldn't cute. it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt nationally to, for her to be seen at uh, at a World Series game, right? Like, and in Chicago, where she's from, like that's obviously she's gonna win. Chica- she's gonna win Illinois. Like, there's not really much question there. She, but I think. If she's going to do it, it, she'll throw out a pitch, or, or she'll, she'll go to yeah. the to, to the one of the Cleveland games. Well, I I think I think it helps to be for her. I mean, yeah, it, it will make sense for her to go to one of the Cleveland games, but it also helps her nationally to be seen supporting the Cubs in Chicago at Wrigley. Yes, so I agree with that. But what's the difference between being seen nationally at Wrigley versus being seen nationally at a Progressive Field? Yeah. Uh, in, were you, were you, were, by the way, were you, were you asking if it's called Progressive Field right now? Yeah, that's what I was asking. Because it is. It okay. definitely is. Yeah. It's I called Progressive it. Field. I nailed it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know. the the Off the top of my head, I can't remember like the name of the Cleveland Field like 100%. But I thought it was Progressive. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think, I mean, you have, what, 35,000 Ohio voters in the stands compared to 35,000 uh, voters in Chicago. Like, yeah, no, that's that's fair. That's you know, fair. Like if if you're if we're really getting down to the like the the meat of the election here and right. she but can't, I think, I think, she I think can't if spend she's, if three she's hours gonna... flying to Chicago to, to be seen in Chicago because she's already gonna win it. And well but, but she, she, she I mean she she could then pivot from Chicago to uh, to Iowa, right? Like it's not that's not a far a far hop to go from to go from Chicago to Iowa, which which she does need to you know, which she might lose, which she does need to pull in. So she takes a three-hour flight to Illinois, and then takes a thirty-minute flight to to Des Moines, and does some stumping in Iowa a day after she goes to a Cubs game. Yeah, I guess, but she doesn't need to win Iowa. Is the thing like she can? Well, she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't need to. But I mean, she doesn't like. Yeah, I guess Ohio's got a lot more votes than. Yeah, than I guess. Iowa I mean, does. we always uh, talk about whether or not she should just be reinforcing her uh, quote-unquote firewall. The uh, what what we talked about earlier. Because the Florida, Ohio, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, if she wins all four of those, then the election is over by 10 p.m. Like we but don't no, even if need if to she count wins, the if votes. She, if she wins, if she wins any of those, it's it's like it's Trump. You know, it's Trump pretty, needs yeah. to win all four of them. If she, so if she right, wins, yeah, if she wins, uh, yeah, Trump, yeah, Trump has to sweep all of them. But Trump has to sweep them. Yeah. But I mean, I think she'd prefer to sweep them. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, but Illinois to Ohio, by the way, also is not that far. Like Chicago, Chicago is not a far jaunt. There's like there's technically a state between them, which is Michigan. Um, so Iowa only comes into play if Trump wins Florida. If Trump loses Florida, right. then Iowa. It doesn't matter what happens in Iowa. I'm just yeah. looking at well, the, Trump, the New York Times. Uh, Trump is Trump is Trump is pushing in Florida, like you just said. Um, and and yeah, he, you know he did four events today in Florida. Wow. That's a lot of that's. Yeah. Well, I mean, he does. He does. He is the most physically fit person to ever run for president. That's true. So. Yeah, that's true. So he can do. He can do four. Um, just a, a quick side note, but Trump's showmanship is hilarious in this election. He does this thing where if if he's having a rally in a in an airport hangar, he'll uh, drive. He'll have the the pilot of Trump Force One drive the plane 
right up to the hangar and then open the door like basically right onto the stage and he's playing the theme song from the air force one uh movie while this is happening that's amazing uh when he was um, when he was in florida he was he was flying around on his uh in his, in his helicopter and his helicopter would do circles around the crowd as it was landing for uh just for presentation's sake it's just it's just ridiculous the lengths that this guy is going just to have fun with this election and just do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, so if Clinton... I mean, this is, like, just looking at the upshot right now. Clinton wins Florida, Pennsylvania, Ohio, she wins. Clinton wins Florida, loses Pennsylvania, which she won't. Ohio, North Carolina, she wins. Clinton wins Florida, Pennsylvania, loses Ohio, wins North Carolina, she wins. I mean, she, has, she can lose one of them and still win. Trump has to win all four. This is... Yeah. Or, okay, so so here's a here's a theory. Trump wins Florida, Pennsylvania, loses Ohio, North wins North Carolina, Virginia, and Wisconsin. I mean, that's ridiculous, but... Yeah, it's not gonna... It's not gonna happen. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. What does... Okay, so what does Trump do? What is... Uh, let's, let's end on this. What is... Where are we... Where's Trump going? I guess he just um, stay in Florida. Yeah, I think he's just moving to Florida. Uh, I mean, maybe maybe North Carolina. Um, maybe Arizona. Maybe Texas. Maybe he goes to Texas. Oh my God! If Trump went to Texas and tried to defend Texas, <laughs> this, is, this sounds like a game of Risk. What is happening it right is now? Is this that's, how- that's what <laughs> politics is. <laughs> is this how is this what politics is? Yeah. Did, you, did you just not realize this? <laughs> um, it's so yeah. fun. <laughs> um, By the way, yeah. no one likes to play me in risk because I get really serious about it. It would be it would be nice for Trump if Ted Cruz didn't hate him because that would be a good thing to to take with him to Texas. It would be nice um, for Trump if anyone didn't hate him. If anyone didn't hate him, yeah. What's he got? He's got Giuliani and Christie and Gingrich. Oh, Giuliani uh, left the campaign today. By the way. Oh really? Yeah, he left the campaign God. with his own bag in hand, which was which is super embarrassing. Holy crap! Yeah, he this was. This is this is falling apart. He's got Palin. He's got Palin. I don't. Um, I haven't. See, I haven't heard a lot about, about Palin, but I don't follow the Trump surrogates. She likely could it? be voting, or she likely could be stumping for him, but I haven't seen it. Wasn't no? Wasn't wasn't she in like the spin room last week? Yeah, she was in the spin room, but I haven't seen any more rallies with her since then. Yeah, she. Um, I mean. Palin's a rat. She can she can sense when a when a ship's burning, and and get off it. So. Yeah, but she, uh, yeah. Um, Kellyanne though. Well, Kelly, you, Kelly, Kellyanne has to go down with her ship. Like that doesn't have. She doesn't have a she, like that's. She doesn't have a choice yeah. at this point. Like, it's pretty bad for her if she leaves. You know, you know who Kellyanne Conway needs right now to figure out how how to how to navigate this Kellyanne Conway or like the, like the Trump campaign. Kellyanne Conway needs a Kellyanne Conway to say like, listen, here are the polls. Here's what you got to do. Here's how we can get out of this. Here we will get through this together. I wonder. I wonder if she like has a bunch of recorded voicemails, just like, hey, Kellyanne, it's me, Kellyanne. I just want to let you know you're doing great, and uh, we'll get through this together. You and I. Uh, that's 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 the messages Paul Ryan's leaving. Actually, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> is that is that is Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan leaving those for himself or for Kelly and Conway? Yes. That's it. Yeah, for both. That would actually yeah. be okay. So here's here's the 2020 trifecta: a Paul Ryan, uh, Mike Pence ticket. Kellyanne Conway is the campaign manager. I mean, Kellyanne Conway is the, the campaign manager for 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 the next time Mike Pence runs, right? Yeah, probably. I just I don't I don't know that I don't know that Paul Ryan's going to run for vice president or president again. I think I think he's through. He seems to I, like we mentioned this earlier. What is his deal? He seems to be completely disinterested in politics and kind of like a well, I guess I'll do this like kind of yeah. attitude to things like to he's he's at a point where people like fight their way there like tooth and nail and he's kind of seems to have stumbled into the room and is trying to manage it best he can without really knowing what's going on yeah i think he's uh i think he's gonna run again i think he's gonna keep running until he loses and then just be done like he's just he's not gonna keep running for speaker and, and like he's gonna keep running for speaker the second he loses uh, not for speaker sorry for for, for representative second he loses done this is such a that, he's not this, gonna, I, I agree. It's such a ridiculous idea, though. It's like, yeah, I guess I'll just keep being like the Speaker of the House or whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what I really want to do is just build canoes. By the way, his uh, his district in Wisconsin is the one closest to Chicago, uh, just south of Milwaukee. Uh, Kenosha. If anybody lives in the Midwest and ever orders a package off Amazon, look at the tracking, and it's always going through the Amazon Shipping Center in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, that's the, that's the district that Paul Ryan represents. Just, uh, just, just so you know. Um, so if anybody wants to vote not Paul Ryan for Congress, then head over to Kenosha, Wisconsin. But don't commit voter fraud. No, obviously don't. I'm, I'm saying live and I'm saying move to Kenosha, Wisconsin. But yeah, well, that, that, that's a big ask. <laughs> <laughs> Look, just like get an ad legally legally live in you don't have to actually live in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Legally live in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Vote only in Kenosha, Wisconsin. It's 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 uh your country needs you. <laughs> Please, Jeff Bezos, create more jobs in Kenosha, Wisconsin. In Kenosha, Wisconsin. But like industry jobs, like tech industry jobs, right? You need to it needs to be uh Democrat jobs. Yeah, well, Boy, we're really earning we're really we're really earning the title of this show. Kids are all left here. Right. We're, we're, we've gotten to the point of, of like democratic strategy here. We're just like, <laughs> so where do we think Clinton's going? <laughs> I mean, we asked where Trump is going to 10 minutes later. That's, that is a good point. Yeah. So anyway, that's it for us this week. Uh, I've been Dan Matthews. I've been Naim Siddiqui. And you've been listening to uh, the new Scion podcast. Uh, yeah, the the new Scion podcast. Uh, oh my god, I forgot the joke. Subtitled, uh, bargaining rights, bargaining rights, bargaining, bargaining rights, rights, bargaining rights, bargaining rights. Yeah, bargaining <laughs> rights. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in a few days.